guys. Welcome to episode 136 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with a female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by one of Australia's brightest new stars, Aisha. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by one of Australia's brightest stars, Aisha. So, how are you doing today, girl? I'm doing great. I hope you're doing well. I am. It is a great Wednesday morning over here. So, <laughs> it's a great 10 p.m. Yeah, right. <laughs> gotta love time zones. Yeah, but we yeah. Gotta really <laughs> when make you said seven a.m., I was like, "Geez, girl." <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, Australian time zones, depending on the time of year, it's either fourteen, fifteen, yeah. or fifteen hours ahead. Right now, it's fifteen because last week here we had the time change, but you guys haven't yeah. had it yet. So, I mean, this isn't the first one I've done super early. I love my Aussies, <laughs> so I will do whatever. That's awesome. <laughs> Now, firstly, how have you stayed positive or motivated during this crazy last year in the world? Um, honestly, it was really hard because it was like the beginning of like, I guess, because most of my career I've stayed mainly at PCW, which is yes. where I, I still train and all. Um, but I only started breaking out like in 2019, like late, just late 2019. And that started to pick up a little bit more at the start of 2020. Um, so it was actually a bit like disheartening for like COVID to just like happen and like put a stop on it, on everything. Um, so it was, it was a very, um, like scary time back then, but, um, everything's like pulling off well, like nothing's really stopped. I'm getting, I think it was like seven different companies I'm booked for so far early in March. So it's going really well. But back then it was, it was very scary. Yeah. So how have you been feeling kind of venturing out to new companies? And now you have stuff for FWA and you, like you said, you've branched out more. So how has that been feeling? Have you been feeling good going over to other companies or how has it been overall? Um, It's been great. Um, Especially like it's different, like locker rooms, different mm-hmm. um, crowds. I work with is different. Even like the ring is different. So it's just um, more opportunities to learn and to meet new people, make new connections, and it's just more opportunities to get even better. So um, it's just only bene- beneficial for me. Now, go- venturing out, you said you obviously learn a lot more from a lot of other personalities, wrestlers, and everybody. So has there been one person that has stood out to you during your time venturing out who you've particularly learned something from? I mean, there's uh, Kellyanne, who I've had a match recently, mm-hmm. um, and that was on Fight TV as well. Um, that was PCW's debut in Fight TV, so that was really fun. Um, especially with her, um, she was someone I looked up to before I even started training when I was just going to local shows um, yeah. here in Melbourne, Australia. So um, getting that match with her was um, it was it was great. Um, I learned a lot from her, and just like everything, um, a lot of this like it was very different um, from what I'm used to, and a lot more intense. And that's something. I definitely needed as like um, I continue to wrestle, I guess. 
Definitely too. Kellyanne, I think is at least from an, at least from an outside perspective, she seems like she's one of the most well-respected and overall competitors in the ring. So would you say this? Yeah, I thought so. She seems so fantastic. And so that had to have been such a good feeling to kind of debut. That was your debut on fight TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. That Um, must've been such a cool feeling. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And the, there's a reason why um, she's signed with Ring of Honor, obviously. Yeah. Um, just how good she is. She's fantastic. <laughs> now, talking <laughs> about this crazy last year, though, I know you did some gaming over the last year. So how actually invested are you in video games or gaming in general? Um, It's something I've always been into ever since I could remember. Um, I've had, um, like, the first PlayStation since, like, I I was like my parents got it since I was a baby, so I would just yeah. grew up playing video games. Always been like had place a PS2, PS3, PS4. Now I'm one of the lucky people to have a PS5. That seems to be an issue for people that want to get it, but luckily I got my hands on it. So that's just always been another like something that I grew up with, something that I loved more than like wrestling. Like wrestling, I got into when I was like nine, where mm-hmm. like video games, I've like loved it since like. For as long as I can remember. So yeah, something I grew up with. Now, when you were younger, what was your go-to game? Like from your younger self, your childhood? <sighs> there were like because I was I was like five years old, <laughs> like there was like these brats games because I used to love like brats. <gasps> Me too. I used to play <laughs> you used to play them. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. So I'm only yeah. like, two years older than you. So we pretty much probably have about the same childhood, even though we're uh, from different yeah, brats, yeah. like Polly Pockets, my scene dot like all of that was like oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that like there was a Bratz game. I was like Bratz Rock Angels, I was obsessed with on the mm. PS2. Um I was <laughs> there was this like Shrek 2 game that me and my mom used to always play. <laughs> and I was also into like Ninja Turtles as well. And there was like a Ninja Turtles game on like the PS2 that I loved to play. So just like all these like random little games back then that I just liked playing. Oh, uh, you're bringing me back. <laughs> <laughs> now, which game would you say you're the best at or do you think you've mastered within your whole collective in life? <laughs> Probably Call of Duty. Um, mm-hmm. I got into that when I was a bit older, about 12, but now I'm like 21, been playing it for almost 10 years. That's scary to say because I just, I remember like going home from after school, just like chucking on um, COD and just mm-hmm. playing it like till midnight or even like school holidays. I'd chuck it on at like noon and then play it for like 12 hours right up to midnight. So that's, that's a game that was like clocked a lot of hours in. So that's probably the one for me. And COD especially, that's one of those games that I think has evolved so much since it drew a lot of popularity. Like, I remember, I don't play a lot of it. My brother does, though, and he has a lot of the games. Mm. I feel like that's one of the few that has, like, evolved constantly and still maintained, like, its popularity, I think. Yeah, definitely. Now, for someone like me who has never been to Australia, although I really, really want to one day, do you have any sites or activities in Australia you like to visit or would suggest seeing? Um, a lot of Australia is quite beautiful. Even myself, like I like to go out and explore, like even like around like Victoria, um, past like the city and stuff. And even like for me, like I'm exploring new places, um, but like a great, like very touristy places, probably like Queensland, like Gold Coast, where all like the theme parks mm-hmm. are, and all the beaches. Um, 
Yeah, there's like, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff in like Australia that even for me, like I haven't fully explored. Are there any like hidden gems that only the Australians would know about? Nothing that comes to my mind. Like there's, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like maybe I'm like missing out on something if I'm <laughs> like, if something doesn't come, up, come on the top of my head. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, obviously, like Australia has known a lot of it for its wildlife or, or and stuff like that. Mm. So what do you think has been the craziest wild? Have you had any like crazy wildlife encounters or are you not one for like exploring that aspect of your country? I mean, sometimes you see like kangaroos. Yeah. Like I remember like maybe like I think it was a couple months ago I was we were going to this park and I had to meet my family there. And then I saw a sign that said, like, kangaroos. And suddenly I saw some going past, like, one past the road. And, like, if I keep going at this rate, I'm going to hit one. So I slowed down just in, just a little bit. And then one just went past. And, like, I knew it. Like, if I continued at my speed, I would have hit that kangaroo. So that kind of happens. But it's not as, like, major as everyone makes it out to be. Like, there's snakes mm-hmm. and spiders everywhere. Um, but, like, they are there. But it's not as bad as, like, everyone makes it out to be. Yeah, just casually watch seeing a kangaroo. That's like deer. We have a lot of deer here, so it's yeah. not very uncommon to see just a like a whole like group of deer just walking on the road. So I get it. That's so my deer yeah. is probably equivalent to your kangaroos, I think. Yeah. Getting and we it. don't ride them to school, as some people <laughs> like to say. Oh, really? I've never actually heard that. Oh, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny, though. Now, switching gears here, in terms of wrestling, I know one of your all-time favorites is someone who I admire, too, is Miss Victoria, a.k.a. Lisa Marie Varen. Yeah. So can you tell me what draws you to her specifically? Because she wasn't, I don't know, I think she was at her tail end of her career when you started watching, so you went back yeah. and watched? Yeah. So what drew you to her watching back then? Um, I think she was just different from all the girls um especially back then like it was the, it was very diva-esque like very yeah. like they're all like um sports models and stuff like that so she she stood out um she could wrestle she was a complete badass so just that made her stood out and her finisher the widow's peak, peak always like even now like i mark over it just like seeing old clips of it um yeah she just she just stands out for me how excited were you when she returned to the Royal Rumble this year? Oh, I was so excited. <laughs> I was I was sitting next to my boyfriend and like he kind of says like, oh, I wonder if Victoria would like come out. I'm like, no, surely not. Because I like haven't heard anything about it. And then I hear the freaking I, I ain't the lady to mess with. Mm-hmm. I started jumping. I started like hitting him because I was just so excited. Like I, my mind was like blown. That was such a great moment. And like, she looked great as well. I know. Like, she looks fantastic. She's like, is she 50 or something? Yeah, she's like that? 50 she now. She looks great. Yeah. She looks uh, great. I love her. I'm so glad that she, you know, it's been 12 years. It was 12 years. And it's mm. crazy that she hadn't been back before. And exactly. so that was such a moment. I think like everybody popped. Like my timeline yeah. was wild oh, that night. That was a great <laughs> moment for sure. I think one of the highlights of the Royal Rumble for sure, if not the highlight Absolutely. for us, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you've actually met her too, correct? Yes, I did. Um, there was a, I think it was a House of Hardcore show they brought down here. Mm-hmm. 
um, and like they had Tommy Dreamer, even Mickey James was there, who I, I met those two as well. Yeah. Carlito was down here. They brought even the Hurricane, I think the Hurricane was down here as well. But yeah, I made sure to meet as like Mickey James, Victoria. Uh, like I only just started training maybe for a few months at that point. So mm-hmm. I just asked um, like for advice and such. And she just basically said, like, so make sure you're like always training and like keep working hard like mainly the main thing she was on about is just train 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 speaking of training was there like a certain move or sequence that was like the most difficult for you to grasp or perfect when you were first training because like you said at that point you were only a few months in yeah um i guess because like the biggest thing because i'm like a lot smaller than a lot of people mm-hmm. is like anything like power base like the most simplest wrestling move is a body slam and that's something I can't hit on most people. So we had to like always adjust to that. Um, and even like, I guess anything high flying is a bit tricky for me because I hate heights. Um, so I guess anything to do with that. We don't do a whole lot of our training, but if some mm-hmm. of the guys are like putting some like crash mats on the ground, like jumping off, like I'm, I'm out of there <laughs> essentially. You know, I have found through, like, over 100 interviews, I found a lot of wrestlers don't like heights. And so, Mm. but some of them still do, like, the high-flying moves. And so I don't know how they how they. I've come off a ladder. Yeah, I've come off a ladder onto a table. (laughs) So I don't don't know how that happened, but yeah. Huh. Is that something that, again, though, during those moments, it's probably like your adrenaline is like pumping really, really hard. So sometimes Mm. not that you'll forget, but it's not like at the forefront of your mind is like, oh, no, I'm going up to the top rope or I'm I'm going up a ladder and like I could potentially fall off. Do you think that it's like something with your adrenaline running or you're just like in that moment and like you're like, uh, I'm not worried about the heights? Um, I think it's mainly the adrenaline because like, there's a completely difference when you're like training and in a mm-hmm. match like training you feel everything um where like in a match like you you feel things but like it, it just wears off you just got so much adrenaline you just mm-hmm. go 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 and also like sometimes I do have moments of like hesitation with those sort of things but I'm just like I gotta do it because mm-hmm. like I'm like all these people are watching me like if I just hesitate here and just like stop it's gonna be a complete mess so that also like plays into it a bit as well yeah, that makes sense. Now, speaking of mm. matches, has there uh, is there a certain match stipulation that you'd like to tackle that you haven't yet? You obviously mentioned you've uh, fallen off a ladder before, but yeah. is there any certain match stipulation you'd like to try that you haven't yet? Um, so that one was a TLC that covers like a lot of bases. Um, yeah, tables, ladders, chairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe just like good old fashioned like no DQ match where I can like be creative would be something because like even the TLC I didn't do like a whole lot with it because it was like a six man so it was just like Uh, me and this other um girl Erica Reid and like like I had my boys in RB4K and the guys in Brotherhood so it's more of the guys doing all the big stuff and we had our little moments there um but yeah having like a no DQ would probably be something that I'd like to try one day (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna like i know it'll suck but yeah i have to do do one now you mentioned rb4k obviously you are not well mm. known to be a part of that stable but if you could create like your all fem an all-female stable with four people including <sighs> yourself 
who do you think you would have in there from anywhere around the world? Damn, that's tough. <laughs> there's a lot of good talent. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, could be past oh. our presence, so you could include yeah. Victoria if you wanted. <laughs> I'll, I'll put Victoria in there. Okay. Yes, I'll put her in. Um, have like Gail Kim in my mind as well. Okay, she's, she's one of the greatest cool. of all time. Yeah. Um, try to think of like some current I can put in there. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. And mine always goes blank when I'm like with these sort of questions. It's okay. <sighs> I know you. Yeah, I don't know. I know you've been looking to work with Jessica Troy. I think that would be a yeah. fun addition to there. Oh, I, yeah, I think she's so. an arm collector. She can collect all the arms for mm-hmm. us. Exactly. Yeah. You got her in your arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Aisha, Victoria, Gil, Kim, and Jessica Troy. Is that what we're getting at oh, here? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be really fun, though. I like to dream up like dream stables that probably would never happen. But in a perfect world, I think they would work so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, you've obviously worked a lot on the Australian wrestling scene over the last few years. So has there been any opponent that has pushed or challenged you the most inside the ring? It was probably Kellyanne, I guess, like I said before. Like, she's probably the most intense opponent I had. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it's it's Kelly for me, I guess. What do you think you've learned the most from her? Like... <laughs> Now I get stunted because, like, obviously I know taking from it, I learned a lot. <laughs> but, like, sorry. putting it into words is hard. <laughs> I don't know. I just came out of it. I felt like I'm kind of repeating what I was saying before, but I just came out of it kind of, I guess, feeling a bit more confident, Yeah. I guess. Because, like, I was super nervous before I had that match just because, like, I looked up to her and everything. So I guess I came out of it, like, conf- like somewhat confident. I'm like, oh, I can actually – because – my thing was I was kind of like always putting off the idea of like wrestling her because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't think I'm good enough to like share the ring with her. Where after that, like I, I survived. I'm like, oh, okay, I can I can like share the ring with her. Like I, I can I can kind of go. So, yeah, you are good enough. I've seen your work. I think you're <laughs> phenomenal. But I, I, to- oh, I, I totally that. get like that self-doubt, like everybody yeah. in their own field has that, especially like if you're surrounded with veterans or people with more experience, oh. you're like hesitant or apprehensive. But from what I can see from you, I think you're doing phenomenal. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Trust me, I get that the whole self-doubt thing is just like Yeah, like imposter syndrome. It's, it's, like, oh. Yeah, it's always there, but it's you yeah. know, it's something I feel like with time you'll get into your own groove and get more confident as you get more experience in your field to where now then you'd be at that level where you're the veteran in this situation. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now, in terms of your character work, for people who aren't as familiar with your work, can you kind of briefly describe your wrestling persona for them? Um, I don't have, like, a set character. Um, I guess mainly, like, at PCW. Um, so RB4K is, like, this stable, which is bad guys just mm-hmm. taking over. We're current, like, the match is currently the president of PCW. Um, and I'm, I'm just really, like, a total bitch just to, like, <laughs> in the most basic way like if someone like fell over i'd like laugh in their face or something like that and i'm just i'm basically just trying to piss people off 
Um, but other places like having booking me as face, so I'm not quite sure what I am at that. But I guess how I like to how I like to portray myself, I guess it's like the best version of myself, just being like confident. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah it has to be not difficult but it's a fine line balancing you're obviously used to being a bad guy I assume because you're primarily at PCW and so going in now to these other places as babyface it has to be a weird dynamic but it's probably also a breath of fresh air to people have to have people cheering you for once or on your side probably (laughs) yeah absolutely especially um at deathmatch down under Mm -hmm. I'm tagging with um my boyfriend Murdoch mm-hmm. and the crowd was just we were really over with them it was just like wow people actually like me like I've been so used to just people mm-hmm. like yelling at me calling me a bitch and all these other things <laughs> um so I'm like wow people actually like what I do yeah nice <laughs> yeah take it in well you're gonna yeah. experience it like we said it's all about getting in those reps and getting that experience and so now you've seen both sides of it yeah if you could have any music artist or band play you out to the uh, ring, who would you choose and okay. why? I got this one. Avenged Sevenfold. Um, they're like my favorite band ever. So, yeah, those guys I'd like to, like, yeah. <laughs> now, which song by them? Oh, God. I <laughs> pretty much like all their okay, songs. Fair. Like, I know they're, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what else is your personal music taste? Like, I'm really curious. What kind of... Oh, it's so... It's, it's something. Um, <laughs> like, I listen to, like, heavy metal, metalcore, like, R&B. Um, I love... Two- Obviously, growing up, I love, like, 2000s mm-hmm. music up to, like, 2010. Um, it's, it's a complete mess. Like, if you just go... Like, I think I tweeted this, like... I was playing through like my top songs of 2020 mm-hmm. and it went from like Shadows Moses by Bring Me to the Horizon and the next song was um, Boyfriend by Big Time Rush. Like that's how it varies for me. Okay, like same. So I've been going through phases where I will exclusively listen to like 2008, 2009, 2010 music because yeah. that's when I like really, really got into music when I was like yeah, about the, like, like 10, that, 11. Yeah. Yeah. And Especially 2009 music, the, like the songs that came out there. Oh, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, like I like you said, obviously current music, but then like top songs, like Hannah Montana was in my top ten songs twice <laughs> yeah. of 2020 because yeah, well, I like, go back and listen to a lot of yeah. the, like the old stuff, and I'm like, I'm not ashamed, but like <laughs> I'm living yeah, in a different like, era. High school musical in there, Camp Rock mm-hmm. as well, all that stuff. Yeah, like. Like spiritually, I am back in like 2008, 2009, 2010 because for me that was like prime music. Like when I was, yeah. Well, not that I still am, not that I'm not into it, but it brings me back to simpler times. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I totally relate with that. Gosh, it's just like sometimes I'm embarrassed though by the songs that I've had in like my top, even the top 20 of the year. (laughs) I'm like, y'all. Like I like I still jam out to the older songs that are I can't believe that are like 
over 10 years old now yeah right people will be like this is 10 years old I'm like it's not what do you mean it's new I swear to god yeah they're like yeah it's like 14 years old I'm like what yeah like even like people tell me that like 2016 was five years ago I'm like no it was not that was two years ago (laughs) right and then like 2013 was eight years ago I'm like no that was only five years ago I'm like yeah what oh my god process it. <laughs> I can't either. I feel like so old now. We're only in our early 20s, but still like, right? oh my god, we're just in a new decade and it I I miss I just want to go back to the 2000s Asia, the late 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And also the fact that like we're in a pandemic in our early 20s, that's just fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> what a life. Times were so much simpler <laughs> before then, dude. I miss especially too so i don't know if you're like a frequent concert go or anything but since we're on the topic yeah. of music i haven't been to a concert in six oh my god 16 months now so i don't know how oh, frequently or if you go to concerts at all but what was the last concert you went to if you even went to one i think it was the wonder years i think that was back in i feel like that was 2018 mm. so it's been a while but yeah i think that was the last one for me Dude, I, I miss going to concerts. How many concerts have you been to in your <laughs> lifetime? Obviously none in the last year. Uh, I can't remember. Like the first one is like, have you heard of the Wiggles? <laughs> yeah, yes, like yes. Kids. That's my childhood. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. my first one. The Fruit the Salad. Wiggles yummy, was my yummy. first concert. Yeah. Um, there was also this group called High Five as a kid that I went to. Okay. Oh, and my then God. As I grew up. Oh, I, Asia, that's my fucking job. Oh my god. Okay, I love that so much. I love that. Okay, go on. <laughs> and then like as I got older, I went to like a Miley Cyrus concert. <gasps> um oh and then I've been to like a Guns N' Roses concert as well. They came down to Melbourne mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then like they came to Melbourne. And then the the announcer or whatever said Sydney. He was like oh, no. good. good Good, no- oh, good evening, Sydney. And we just booed the hell out of him. So, yeah. <laughs> he got heat. <laughs> oh, my God. But, oh. yeah, I've been to a few. Maybe, like, ten or so. Yeah, that's about the same as me. Lot. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, no. Oh, my God. I didn't see. I didn't know that they. Then again, I'm I'm only, like, I only know what's going on in the U.S. I didn't know that high five was a thing. Like, high five in the air. Let's do it. That's bringing me. <laughs> oh, my God. I That's my childhood as well. Oh, my God. I didn't oh, even know that was fantastic. a thing for you guys, too. Oh, is there, like, an American version? Oh, is like I know we got, like, yeah, because I know ours is, like, Australian. Oh, I, I, were you I, watching I, the Australian one? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh. like the song was "High Five in the Air," let's do it together. I think that was one of the songs. I don't know because I know some people like even Wiggles. Like there was different like versions huh. of them, like from different countries. So I don't even know. Huh. But yeah, that's possible because like there's different versions of like reality shows. Like sur- yeah. Like, like, like I saw there's oh, like yeah. an Indian version of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Like I saw on TikTok, huh. and I was like, "What is this?" Oh, so, <laughs> so there there might be, but regardless, I at least yeah. watched the American Wiggles and High Five. Unless it's the uh, same okay. thing, and it's just like international, <laughs> like world. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's been yeah. 
years though it's probably been like a good 15 years since i've watched but uh <laughs> wow okay okay i'm i'm like where we're going here <laughs> yeah it's a great lineup of concerts too i'm very jealous that you've seen miley cyrus in concert i yeah. i love her music i think that was so back much. in 2009 as well so i feel like i'm oh my god that was a great time like i said i vibe with mm. <laughs> the hannah montana like that era with miley and all her music and stuff yeah. that brings me back. oh fantastic love <laughs> that now we are all about hashtag girl power here on a wrestling gal so is there any female in your personal or professional life that inspires or empowers you the most i guess like growing up one of my biggest like inspirations in wrestling was AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because for me, like as a teenager, I felt like I looked similar to her because like she she was petite, yeah, she had dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, same sort of similar thing with Batoro. She stood out at that time as mm-hmm. well. So I guess she, like she's the most inspirational. And just seeing what she's doing now in terms like mental like mental health work. And, like, I got her book as well, and that was a fantastic read. And just seeing what she's doing outside of wrestling now, helping people, like, that's that's really inspirational. I love that, too. I think she is, like, one of the biggest inspirations because she took her own personal story with mental health and created, yeah. created it into a book. And now she's an advocate and raises so much awareness and just so much good for the world, which not a lot of people do, especially with a person in her position of, like, influence and, like, higher stature i guess you would call it yeah so she's incredible oh my Mm. god especially on something like not taboo but it's not something that's like openly talked about bluntly and i feel like she takes it with so much grace and not confidence but like she makes herself vulnerable to that and it's just so refreshing yeah that's important Yeah. yeah Mental health is like one of the biggest, uh, I feel like, taboo subjects that not a lot of people talk about. So I definitely, I get that. I respect her a lot for sure. Yeah, definitely. Now, lastly, what are some of your personal or professional goals for maybe the next five years? I guess the main thing is to just keep doing what I'm doing. And hopefully, like, it depends if, like, this pandemic is going to work. Yeah, stay healthy, obviously. Yeah. Yes, stay healthy. Um. But yeah, just also like if it allows me, like if the borders open, I'd like to obviously branch out of Australia because there's, there's just so much, only so much you can do here. I love to go to places like Japan, over where you are in America, um, even like Europe. Um, yeah, just keep w- doing what I'm doing and hopefully um, make a living out of wrestling because that's like the main goal is to live off of wrestling. And yeah. So live your best life, essentially. Traveling, (laughs) make that dough, and do what you love, pretty Mm. much. Love that. (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) Now, before I let you go, Aisha, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Absolutely. Um, So you you guys can follow me on at Aisha underscore RB4K on Twitter and Instagram. I also got a Facebook page. Not very active, but you can check out some of my stuff there that's if you just search up asia wrestler should be able to find it um also stream on twitch sometimes and that's at asia underscore b4k as well so they're all pretty much the same so it should be simple to find me 
Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Aisha. It's been <laughs> a lot of fun me. connecting, especially yeah. different time zones. We made it work. So I really, really appreciate yeah. your time. <laughs> thank you.